Welcome to Sisters Inc., our podcast for and about women business owners, brought to you by Black Enterprise. I'm your host, Elisa Gums. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. And on every episode of Sisters Inc., we'll sit down with one successful CEO and share how she slays the challenges of being a Black woman in business. Today's episode is all about breaking into new industries. We're chatting with Samaya Gore, founder and CEO of Body Complete RX. She's a true pioneer in her field as the first black woman to break significant ground in the male dominated nutritional supplement industry. Welcome to Sisters Inc. Samaya and thanks so much for sitting down with us. Thank you so much for having me. So you started Body Complete RX because it was what you needed for your own weight loss and wellness journey. Absolutely. Set the scene for us, please. Um, what was going on in your life that led to the creation of your products? Absolutely. So the year was 2016, and um, I had just had my fourth child in 2014, and it picked up a considerable amount of weight um, during that pregnancy, as some women do. Uh, and so I started out um, sharing my journey on social media where I was just really trying to lose this 80 pounds that I picked up during this pregnancy. And I was trying different supplements to help aid me along the way. Um, and I couldn't find anything that was like nat natural on the market to help me with weight management. So I started looking into different formulas uh, and different ingredients that help with weight management and natural supplements and formulas. And I stumbled upon um, a product, which was a uh, product that had African mango and it helped with metabolism boosting. So I reached out to one of my friends who was a brand nutritionist and asked her if she would look at the product and look at um, some of the things that I wanted to do in terms of developing a weight management product. And that is what we first launched with, with Body Complete Rx. It was originally a weight management product that helped me lose um, the weight after having my fourth child and then went on to help other women and men lose weight as well. When you were starting the company, um, there wasn't someone who looked like you who was doing what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. How did you develop your blueprint for the brand um, and where did you turn for help or advice when you needed it? Uh, so there wasn't a blueprint. <laughs> There wasn't a blueprint. I mean, hopefully, I think that um, I'm outlining a blueprint now for other uh, women and men uh, who look like me who are looking into getting into the supplement industry. But at that time, you know, it was really just creating a brand that where I wanted to see myself in my brand. Um, I wanted a brand that I felt like spoke to me, um, spoke to my interests. Uh, and also felt like a community. So that's what I set out to develop around the brand of Body Completer X. It's not just a product. Um, I like to say that we're also a community as well, because it's not just about taking supplements, but it's also about, you know, developing and curating a healthy lifestyle. So never had a real blueprint um, in terms of what I'm doing now, but um, you know, obviously, you know, there are other brands that are not black woman owned brands that, you know, definitely inspire me to want to achieve those great things for my brand um, and expand our brand across in those ways that they have as well. So I guess I'll say that. <laughs> and where did you turn um, for help? Because that's one of the biggest things that I hear 
when I talked to women who are like first in their field, they were like, oh man, I wish I had somebody who, who was like me so that, you know, when I ran into things, I, I knew where to go. Yeah. Um, so to be honest, uh, you know, for the first couple, several years in my business, I really did operate in like a bubble. Um, unfortunately, you know, I didn't have uh, the resources or someone, you know, to turn to, you know, like an investor, someone that was more uh, versed in the field of starting a brand and starting a business. So I really didn't have uh, much of anyone to turn to other than uh, myself. <laughs> Um, in the first couple years, um, since then, you know, I've, I've come along, you know, other brand owners and, uh, other CEOs and founders who I've made connections with, who I've now been able to reach out to, you know, for advice or having a conversation. But in the beginning, there was really kind of no one to turn to. I actually like to ache in myself because I've had a few, uh, you know, brand founders who are starting companies in the supplement industry who've turned to me um, over the past couple years. And so that's been really exciting as the person to uh, that people, you know, want to have a conversation with on how did you start? How did you grow this? You said a, a couple of things earlier that have um, already struck me. The first is that you really wanted to see a brand that spoke to you. Um, what did you feel like was missing um, in the supplements industry? Well, one, clean supplements. Um, so our, our products are completely plant-based. Like I said, originally I was looking for a plant-based weight management product and I couldn't find that on the shelves. So our product is a completely plant-based weight management product. Um, so just uh, clean supplements. Also supplements that were curated with us in mind. And when I say that, um, I say, you know, our products are made for everyone, but it was created um, in part with a black woman, doctor and nutritionist, Dr. Ruby Lathan. And in creating those formulas, she specifically, you know, took each of our formulas and looked at them, you know, very with a fine tooth comb and made sure that we added ingredients to our products that help support uh, people of color. So for instance, in our protein, we have sweet potato and beetroot. Uh, add it to our protein and it helps with heart health and also diabetes, which is something that in the African-American community, something that we face at large numbers. So when curating our products, not only is it, you know, our products are for everyone, we like to say, but they're made with us in mind, which is something that cannot be said for many of the products that are on the shelves. The other thing that I thought was so important was your mention of community, because, you know, anyone who's ever started a weight loss journey knows that it's not something that you can do um, on your own. And I think especially for black women, the idea of a weight loss journey is like rooted in community. So um, how did you go about building that community? Um, I feel like our community has been built extremely organically uh, through social. I think that consumers find our product, find our, you know, maybe they might find our product at Vitamin Shop or on our website, but then they come to our page and we really do, uh, you know, give uh, community uh, uh, resources. So when you come to our page, 
you know, you'll see we have like a weekly challenge that we do that's about just developing lifestyle habits like drinking water, taking a walk for the day, um, things that don't have anything to do with taking a supplement, but more so around your daily habits and curating that lifestyle. So um, I think that our community has just naturally grown from just sharing that that type of content and really connecting with our consumers in those platforms. As I mentioned in the intro, the supplement industry is male dominated. What was it like for you as a black woman starting out in the space when you were just trying to get your foot in the door? Uh, so I will say, um, well, <laughs> one, I mean, we didn't launch into retail until, you know, five years in being, you know, direct to consumer. Um, so it just, you know, it took us a longer time to get there. Um, and then also, you know, now that we're here, you know, a lot of the bigger brands are, you know, bigger players that we have to compete with uh, in stores and on shelves. So um, some of these brands, you know, have a lot of funding, a lot of backings, things that we don't necessarily have, um, but we still have to compete in the same space. So um, what is it like to compete in the same space? I mean, it's it's kind of like being an underdog. Um, so we appreciate, you know, our customers so much who, you know, do support us um, either be online or, you know, in stores because we are, you know, just that we're an underdog. We're fighting for our way um, on the shelves and in the sh on the shelves. And we're staying there because of our consumer support. That's awesome. Um, I was at a virtual event last week and Barbara Corcoran was speaking and she was talking about being the underdog and how it, it has its advantages because you can really be close to your customer and you can really be nimble and move quickly. And, and it sounds like, um, you know, you're really focused on the customer and that you reap the benefit of that relationship. Yes, absolutely. So your supplements are not only produced by a black woman, but you just told us that they're also formulated by a black woman nutritionist mm -hmm. as well. Of course, here on Sisters Inc, we stand black women working together. So tell us the story behind that partnership. Yes. So uh, Dr. Ruby Lathan, she actually is a uh, vegan uh, uh, chef and she was featured in What the Health, if you're familiar with that uh, documentary, um, because she actually went on a, a vegan journey in 2017 to cure herself of thyroid cancer. Um, she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer and changed to a vegan diet. And so I first became familiar with her um, back in 2016 um, through a friend of mine in the D.C. area. Um, and this was before she was actually on What the Health and was connected to her um, just, just on the plant-based, her doing plant-based meals and plant-based diet and started talking to her about supplements that she had been using. Um, and this was before my even idea of having my own supplement brand. So um, really connected through her to her through a friend, a mutual friend here in DC. Um, and thankfully, uh, was had made that connection because when I had my idea to start my company, she was one of the first people that I called to, you know, even have the conversation on what does that look like to even, you know, formulate formulas. And if she was familiar with that, which thankfully she was. So, um, yeah, just through a mutual friend, but everything happens for a reason. Uh, so it was, a, it was a it was a beautiful encounter. I, I love that you mentioned that you called her to be like, what does that even look like? I always wonder. I mean, of course, you had 
a day job. You were not an yeah. entrepreneur. Um, you were not a nutritionist by trade. You had never created a product before. And so I'm always like, how, how do people get over that leap from I've got this idea in my head to I'm actually going to do this? And so what were those early conversations like? Um, the early conversations, I guess, were just that, like, this is what I want to do. You know, this is what I'm looking for. I am someone who, you know, I can use an aid when it comes to weight management. And I'm looking for ingredients that'll help me, but that are uh, natural. And so that was the initial conversation that I had with her. And so we started, you know, talking about different ingredients um, that help in weight management and weight loss um, that were natural and how we could use those different ingredients and different formulas um, that would help, you know, myself as a woman. At that time, I was, you know, 35. So, you know, to help myself as a 35-year-old woman who, you know, is having a slow down metabolism, the things that I was facing. Um, and those initial conversations, you know, look just like that. And then we worked with the laboratory and took those conversations to a laboratory and said, this is what we like to do. And this is what we think should be added to these particular formulas. And our laboratory was a great partner in helping us to actually see that through. Um, as you mentioned earlier, and as your website states, the supplements are formulated by black women for everyone. Um, there's a common misconception out in the marketplace around black owned products that they're just for black people um, or that they'll only attract black customers. Mm -hmm. So um, were you confronted with that as you were building the company? And if so, how did you counteract it? Ah, oh, that's such a good question. So, um, so to be honest, in the beginning of the company, no, I didn't, I, I don't feel like, um, that was necessarily an issue, but I feel like that was because uh, I wasn't necessarily included in the branding in the beginning. And that was actually by design. Um, I feel like in the very beginning, I had a little bit of, uh, what is it called? What do they call it? Um, I forgot what the term for it is. Basically, you know, when you're new in an industry and you don't have anything, to, you know, anyone to reference, um, you have, it's, what is that term? Like imposter syndrome? Yes, imposter syndrome. You're new in an industry. It's like, who do you reference? You don't really have a reference. So it's like, who are you, this black girl to be making proteins? And who are you, this black girl to be, you know, doing vitamins, especially, you know, for people who are used to. So in the beginning, um, I wasn't necessarily a part of my brand. And then when people would find out that I wasn't part of my, that I was the owner of the brand, I would see comments like, oh, well, if it's not at the vitamin shop, then I don't trust it. Or if it's not sold in stores, then I don't trust it. So those are the things that you see, you know, as a black woman in a new space uh, where you're trying to carve out space. And even till today, even though, you know, that we are now at vitamin shop, and that I am very much so in front of the brand, um, you still, you know, I still encounter um, those kinds, that kind of feedback. Um, so it's a really interesting um, duality. It's like, you know, I wanna be in front of my brand and encourage other people who would like to get into this space to also, you know, step out and be in front of their brands as well. 
um, but also knowing that sometimes that can be, you know, challenging in our own community. Yeah. So <laughs> it is what I, it is. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's such like a valid concern. And I've heard a lot of other Black women founders say they struggled with that when they were starting their businesses about whether they should be the face of the brand or not, whether they should be included in the branding or not, whether it was going to help their sales or hurt their sales. And, you know, it's, it's so unfortunate that we're in this position where, you know, we have to make that decision, but it also is so powerful um, now that you are the face of your brand and that the next black woman who comes along and wants to start, it doesn't have to say, who am I, this black girl to do this because she can point to Samaya and say, we do this. Yeah, so we can do this, we can do this. We can yes, do we can do this. So that is amazing. Um, you mentioned the vitamin shop, uh, last year, your supplements launched there, making you the first black woman owned brand to be sold in their weight management category. How did that breakthrough come about? Uh, did we, or how did the partnership come about or? Yeah. Oh. How, I mean, you, you like broke into there, you were the first one. So how did that partnership come about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So we didn't, I didn't know when launching at the vitamin shop that we would be the first black woman owned and formulated brand, you know, to be in their weight management category. Um, I just knew that, you know, we wanted to definitely look at getting into retail. We had been to direct to consumer for several years and, you know, going retail does get your brand um, exposure, you know, across um, more areas than just online, right? So that was really important for us. Um, Vitamin Shop approached us in March of 2020, I guess, just from seeing our brand online. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, re consumers were going into the Vitamin Shop asking for our product and it wasn't sold there. So they actually sent an email directly to me in March of 2020. And this was a month before COVID. Um, you know, with interest in having us on shelves and then COVID happened and everything slow, you know, shut down. Uh, but they, re, you know, re came back to us um, and eventually we launched in August of 2021 there. Um, so the partnership came about just from them, you know, noticing what we were doing um, and seeing our product online. Uh, and, you know, as since, you know, we initially had launched with our trim line at Vitamin Shop in August in 2021. Um, and just this past May, actually Mother's Day, we launched our protein. So our plant-based protein is now available um, at Vitamin Shop nationwide. And it's the first Black woman-owned protein to be sold on their shelves as well. So, um, you know, wasn't setting out to be the first of these in these areas, but, you know, it's really interesting that it is. Okay. And your relationship with them has um, continued to grow, um, as has your influence on the industry as you were named to their wellness council. So tell us about that. Yes. Um, so I am a member of the Vitamin Shop Wellness Council. There's seven members of this particular council. And our job is really to provide support to Sharon Lighty, who is the Vitamin Shop CEO, uh, provide feedback in terms of what our consumers are asking us for, um, different products that consumers are looking for, and um, anything, any insight that we have for our consumer base and our customer base and bringing that to the CEO of Vitamin Shop 
shop so they can look to make improvements and changes there. Um, as the only Black woman on the Vitamin Shop Wellness Council, I do feel a responsibility, uh, obviously, um, to you know definitely have a voice for my community um, when it comes to health and wellness and what we're looking for when it comes to uh, consumer-based products at the Vitamin Shop um, and even uh, content that the Vitamin Shop uh, has for our community. Those are things that I like to um, speak about on that council. I think it's amazing that in just, you know, the course of five years, you have gone from, you know, feeling some imposter syndrome being like, I'm new to this industry. I don't have anyone to reference to, you know, advising the CEO of the vitamin shop in this role saying, you know, and so uh, in case you haven't taken a moment to like, let that soak in, like from the outside, we are super proud of that. That is amazing. Thank you so much. You haven't just managed to break into a new industry. You are out here killing it. Um, you have expanded beyond your original weight management products and you now have five different product lines focused on the complete wellness journey. Um, and you've done more than $10 million in sales since you started the company five years ago. So what would you say um, have been the secrets to your success? Oh, I think the secrets to our success, one, uh, has been a great product. Um, I feel like, you know, we've grown, I've grown this brand and it's, I call it bootstrapping. And, you know, there's so many different iterations, you know, when it comes to packaging, people look at like my first packaging, <laughs> it was not, you know, what it is today, but, you know, we had such a, we have such a great product. And so, you know, I would have customers, say, I don't care what it's packaged in, it could be in a paper bag, you know, I love this product, it works for me. And so I feel like that has been, you know, a, a huge thing because when people love something, they tell other people and then it just grows like wildfire. So I think one, you know, having great products and great product ingredients that actually have helped people. Um, two, I think probably the authenticity behind um, who I am um, as a brand founder. Uh, a lot of, you know, my initial consumers were my followers, people who just, you know, were following me and my journey along the way. And then when I released products, obviously they supported those products. Um, so I feel like that has definitely led just organic um, growth and organic engagement um, and a great product. I feel like has been definitely crucial to the brand growth. You just uh, mentioned that you are bootstrapped. Your company is self-funded and capital is probably the number one conversation that I have with um, black entrepreneurs and especially black women entrepreneurs. What can you share with us uh, about your funding journey and about what has worked for you? So, I guess, what can I share? Um, what, <laughs> uh, what I can share is to date, um, you know, we have bootstrapped the company to date. Um, going forward, you know, we have had several conversations uh, regarding possibly um, looking at having investors uh, and, you know, a or more <laughs> investors in the brand going forward, just because you do grow quicker um, and faster with an investment. So, um, you know, those are conversations that we're having right now, but to date, 
you know, we are proud to say that we have been able to, you know, grow and expand the brand just by self-funding. Any advice for other women entrepreneurs out there who are self-funded? I would say keep going. Um, <laughs> keep your keep your eyes on your revenues and, you know, make sure that you're budgeting properly. Um, you know, being self-funded, you don't have like this big pot of, you know, cash to, you know, pull from to grow your brand. You're really just always reinvesting everything that you're earning. You're reinvesting in different ways into your company. So, you know, um, if that's your journey that you're on, I say that, you know, keep going. And if you have an opportunity to have an investor, um, that's something that you, you know, want to take into consideration. Um, you know, having an investor that is a partner, you know, that's somebody, you know, sometimes or a lot of people who I know who, you know, have investments, you know, that's that becomes like your partner and it's no longer, you know, your company. It's you know, your company plus your investor or investors company. So those are things to always consider. And that isn't necessarily not a bad thing either. Um, but those are all things to consider when you're, you know, thinking about moving forward with investor. If you do have the funds to continue to bootstrap, I would say do that. Okay. So <laughs> but my last piece of advice I'm going to ask you to share with our audience as a company who was direct to consumer uh, for you know the first few years and has now gone into retail that that is also a big jump for a lot of brands um, what what are some of the things you learned in that process oh so one of the things that we're you know learning it's actually like a uh, right now it's what is it called like a um, we're 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 scaling yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're learning that, you know, direct to consumer retail, you know, with retail, obviously, that's a partnership in retail and, you know, retailers do take their partnership uh, percentages and um, so those are things that you have to consider when you're, you know, originally are direct to consumer and you're used to receiving, you know, all of your revenues directly versus having to split those revenues with retailers um, and fund your retail and that, you know, retail um, growth. It's, it's, it can definitely be taxing. <laughs> it can definitely be taxing. So that's another thing, you know, to consider when you're bootstrapping and going into retail is, you know, what does that look like in terms of your partnership there? And how can that, you know, possibly change what you're looking at when you're just online versus now you're online in stores everywhere. So um, it's got a, it's a double-edged sword and definitely something to keep in mind. Thank you so much, Samaya, for sharing your small business success story. Everyone out there, please take a look at the company website, bodycompleterx.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at BodyComplete.rx. Check out the podcast channel on BlackEnterprise.com to find Sisters Inc. and more podcasts from Black Enterprise editors, writers, and experts. Be sure to subscribe to Sisters Inc. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And if you like what you hear, show us some love by leaving a five-star review or put a sister on by spreading the word. This is Elisa Gums with Sisters Inc. for Black Enterprise. Thank you for listening.